Welcome to Cheers to Careers and Life's Frontiers, the podcast. Whether you're a senior leader, a mid-career professional, early in your career, or an employer or company owner, the landscape of corporate America continues to change drastically. In addition, we all experience times when the challenges of life intersect with the demands of our ever-changing environment. Keeping our careers or companies on track can be overwhelming. Our goal is to inspire, educate, entertain, and build a community of professionals. So let's have some fun and always remember to enjoy the journey. Cheers. Hey, we're back. <laughs> Welcome back. It's Kim here with Phyllis and Jane, and we are the core group of Corporate Collaborations. We're glad you're here with us, and we're going to share some pearls of wisdom again today. But first, we wanted to touch base on just the activity with the podcast. We're having a lot of fun here. We've already had hundreds of listeners from around the world tune in, and we're just... We're so pleased and excited. We so. have a global podcast. We do have a global, global. podcast. <laughs> I was looking at the the um, rating, not the ratings, but the listenership, mm -hmm. and there are individuals from Australia, Singapore. We have more than five people listening in the UK. We're not going to stop till someone in every country in the world is listening okay, to us. We only got a couple left, but, but we've really enjoyed also all of your notes and comments. So thank you. Thank you for reaching out. And we, we love to hear it. Absolutely. And, you know, our initial focus was corporate because that's the world that we work in. But already our audience has expanded to people across many industries and professions and careers. And, you know, I guess as I think about it, we all really want the same thing, and that is fulfilling jobs or careers. We want to feel valued. Uh, we want to get paid well and feel as secure as possible. And, um, you know, some of the people reaching out to us uh, and giving us comments are teachers, healthcare workers, psychologists, which is mm -hmm. maybe they're analyzing us <laughs> I hope and, so. and well beyond. But, you know, we all face similar life challenges that can impact our jobs or careers. And um, so, you know, and the other thing is we've all been impacted by this challenging year of 2020. So the way we work uh, in our home and our personal lives is all, you know, it's all up for grabs now on how we how we approach things. Yeah, and today we're going to dive a little bit deeper into this new world of managing your work and career remotely for both employers and most professionals. This is a brand new frontier. Some love it, some not so much. Mm -hmm. It's pretty split, I'd say. But this is the new way of work for many, but the work from home phenomenon is not so new for some, but has been been resisted by many corporate leaders, with some exceptions, of course, over the last decade or so. Now here we all are, even the most senior of executives, you know, we're all learning how to work differently and to tackle video conferencing from your desktop, your phone, your iPad, laptop. And the key here is all on our own without ooh. any IT <laughs> no support. IT. Ooh, ooh. That's the part that's really tricky. Yeah. But we've been thrust into a whole new world. And while this all started out as a critical plan to keep businesses moving forward, it's quickly becoming more and more apparent that this, or it's just a fact now, that this might just be our new way of running our businesses and managing our careers. So... This change does have its advantages, you know, remotely through technology. You know, there's some things like that you don't have to do anymore, like no up close 
staring at the faces of your colleagues in a conference room with donuts you know or snacks piled up you know and you're I always feel awkward about being the first one to grab a donut and then finally when I get get the nerve to do it the one I wanted is gone yeah I don't believe you're that shy I do it with pride Because there's nothing worse when the chocolate cake donut is gone. Ooh, and you really favorite. want to see somebody throw a tantrum. <laughs> but no, talking, no more talking over your cube or having to listen to your way too loud coworker on their business or personal calls, which I personally enjoy I know, as well. I hear you listening in on my calls all I the time. I love it. I love it. I'm just fielding issues for you in the next room. <laughs> there's no more eating in the cafeteria and pushing your tray through the line like uh, back to school days. Yeah, that's not bad either, you know, and, and then no, no, for, no more, this is a good one, no more feeling left out when you're in the office and you see your boss walking down the hall with one of your colleagues to a meeting and you're thinking, why wasn't I invited, you know? <laughs> I'm very insecure, as you know. Yeah, that's, that's right, we all are. No more judgment on your apparel or being excited about casual Friday. So have we died and gone to heaven? Well, we know the answer to that is absolutely not. Uh, as far as we know, there's no formal training rolled out yet on working in this new world, although I know some entrepreneur or many are out there planning this and peddling it to companies. Um, <laughs> we're all right now navigating and learning as we go. But we've got to remember that even in this new setting, we all still need to perform. We still need to focus on the business. We still need to compete with colleagues for the next step up. Still going to need to prove our worthiness to continue growing our career. So, you know, really, how, do, how in the heck we do this uh, in this setting? Um, we got to figure it out. <clears throat> that is, if you're serious about your career. So many things to think about here from both the employer and the employee perspective. You both still have to focus on delivering great business results. That's a given. And the casual setting, here's a key point, does not mean a casual attitude. And from either side, you don't want to be casual about the business, building relationships, casual about your career. And don't forget the whole aspect of the new approach to recruiting from both sides. You are always thinking about recruiting, James. James. (laughs) Get my mind off it. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and let's just talk about staffing and recruiting for a minute. Given the new approach through technology, some companies have already been leveraging technology for the early stages of the process, but now it's the whole process with most companies that we know about. In fact, some of our client companies are hiring people, taking them all the way through the process, hiring them and onboarding them and letting them start remotely. So that that individual has started with a company where they've never met anybody face-to-face beyond a computer screen. Yeah, mm-hmm. or been, some of them haven't been to that city. Or, yeah. or, <laughs> that's right, the yeah, location. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's scary. So, I mean, that's still happening. That's happening as well. So... Recruiting is a little something we feel like we know a little bit about, so mm. we'll, we'll dive into this a little bit more. So for, from the employer's perspective, the things to think about first, how are we going to recruit top talent to fill those vacant and critical staffing roles via technology? You're already doing it, a lot of you thinking about it, and how, you know one of the key things is how can we look them in the eye, feel the chemistry or lack thereof? see the passion for their work sorting through that challenge that's right you know that gut feeling that this is indeed the right person for the role in our company or can we put them on point with a gotcha question as well when they're sitting on the other end of the monitor versus your desk 
you know, and how do we know we're making our sweat? You know, is Zoom technology perfected enough mm-hmm. or powerful enough that we can see the little beads of sweat on their face? <laughs> well, if they signed in early and adjusted everything that's, correctly, that's then right. they could hide that, I think. But That's right. <laughs> that's right. And how can you determine just how powerful you are via technology. That's right. I always mm-hmm. like to be able to yeah, show Employers, that. they've got a lot to figure out here. They yeah. really do. And from the candidate's perspective, how can we look them in the eye and convince them that we're the right person for the job? Yeah, definitely. And can they really see via computer screen that I am superior to all those other candidates <laughs> they've considered? <laughs> Clearly. I mean, honestly. And don't I get to check out the corner office, just as a nice follow-up to that, Mm -hmm. that's surely waiting for me before making my decision. And then very importantly, how can you get, this is real seriously, get the feel of a company's culture virtually? After all, that's the most important aspect and something we like to talk about. You know, in making your decision on a potential career move, that's really, really critical. It, It is. You know, I had a vice president of a very high profile company uh, just with an amazing background yesterday, he's thinking about making a change. And he, we got onto the subject of culture, and he said, how do I figure that out? He said, that terrifies me. That's the biggest concern I have, is figuring out the culture of a company. And it's a tough one, because HR, they're not going to tell you that they've got new leadership and things have been crazy since the new leadership has stepped in. Their, their job is to hire the best talent, and so they're trying to recruit you. And... You know, it's not that they're lying to you. They're just leaving that out. (laughs) And then, uh, so it's hard. But my guidance is to talk to as many people as you can. Ask them directly, what's the culture like here? Um, The other piece to it is to do some homework on the Internet. And just keep in mind that no matter who you contact, and no matter what company you're considering, there's been people that have had bad experiences with companies and good. So you've got to balance it all out. Um, you know, and at the end of the day, you are taking a risk because nobody really knows until you get inside the company, but do as much homework and make sure you keep that in the back of your mind because so many people get excited about the job, the position, the title, the money, the location, all of those things, and they forget to really think and step back and go, you know, am I going to fit with this culture? Mm -hmm. So, you know, just keep that in mind. And then you know, from an employer's perspective, there's so, so much to figure out. And we can pretend to have all the answers, but it's likely a reality that things aren't going to ever be the same as they were, even when the virus is long gone. I mean, our guess is many employers are going to continue to shift to a more virtual way of working. And actually, there's some advantages. Yeah, you know. like saving money. Yeah, man, yeah money. That's the most obvious <laughs> mm-hmm. one, improving the bottom line, making the street investors happy. So no need to lease all those office buildings, pay all that overhead for equipment, parking, et cetera, et cetera. You know, if they can figure out how to do it successfully long term. That's, you know, flashing red light, commercial office state uh, space bust is in our future, <laughs> yeah. I, sadly, but yeah. at least for a while. Yep. Yeah. What about doing more with less? Can we eliminate some roles if we don't require everyone to be in the brick and mortar office? Yeah. And then this one is on recruiting and it's can our firm better attract top talent if we don't require them to physically move to our location 
And you know that may not work most times from a dual career perspective or personal preference. You know, you've got all these generations mixed up in the workforce. So millennials, Gen Xers, boomers, you know, things that we deal with all the time, they all prefer living on one coast versus another or you know, most of them don't want to live in your manufacturing town mm-hmm. that's four hours away from the largest airport right. uh, or city. Mm-hmm. You know, those are, those are real issues that can be resolved if you stay working remotely from a company perspective. Mm-hmm. So can this new way of work help us further reduce travel expenses too? You know, if we can do everyday business virtually, why do we need to have a team travel internationally when we can handle much of what we need uh, we need to the same way. Yeah, I see management saying next quarter is going to look really good if we can make all this work. <laughs> Unless you work for the airlines. Yes, or hotel. yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. It impacts that's, somewhere. That's the truth. <laughs> you know, you know, several things that, you know, employers need to think about. And there are things that they think about normally anyway, but certainly recruiting in this new career frontier, building your organization and growing your talent. And then retention that's always a big one we get so you know wrapped up Mm -hmm. in hiring the right people and how are we going to develop them and we don't always have our eye on retention so those are things that are really important and i'm going to be straight up on this on the recruiting front the world has changed and even though the economy is challenging right now you guys know the job market in certain areas is actually not awful it's pretty mm-hmm. strong surprising too yeah so you can't assume the top candidates dying to work for your firm firm because competition is still pretty fierce for the best talent mm-hmm. and you know while it's critical for our current environment this is important anytime put your best people in front of top talent as early as possible in the process and i'm going to be very honest on this one far too often our top candidates end up having to go through a couple of phone or video discussions with people who don't always remember that not only are they trying to recruit people, but they are the face or the ambassador for that company. And we've had so many stories on how top candidates were just turned off by the early people they met. Some of it, quite frankly, comes off as arrogance. Um, and, you know, not purposely, but, you know, it just does. It's a little different when you're on the other side of the table, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, you know, sometimes company representatives are really focused primarily on why the person should not be hired. Uh, and they disregard all the reasons why they might be a great fit for the role. And, of course, you need top skills and attributes you're looking for and potential progression and all of those things, including, you know, that person needs to be a great fit for the culture. But sometimes the focus is almost always on looking for the negative. So, you know, just think about that and always remember to, um, you know, to, to think about who you've got in front of a person. I mean, here's, a, here's an example. We were working with a critical, you know, we were working with a top firm, I guess, for, on a critical leadership engagement. Uh, and this has been about a year ago. And we identified this really impressive incredibly talented dynamic high potential for progression person who had a phone interview with a functional manager of our client firm and it was just awful the functional manager was rude it was arrogant made no small talk the the our our candidate said you know he even tried to start things off asking about what the weather's Mm -hmm. like there etc and um you know they were having none of it the you know the 
the uh, line manager acted as if the candidate were lucky to even be considered. No warmth, um, demonstrated little to no interest beyond your standard interview questions. And as I said, it was awful. And we had spent weeks trying to convince this candidate to even consider this firm since he was uniquely qualified and had an incredible profile. He was based on the West Coast and initially very reluctant to consider this opportunity because it would require him to move. But we sold the company and the opportunity to him and convinced him that, you know, he really ought to give it some thought. And he was finally very interested, only to have the line manager be downright rude. So the candidate called us right after the phone interview and said, you know, if this guy represents what the company's like, then I'm out. And that was the end of that story. And of course, we're in an awkward position because we can't say to our client company, don't use that person <laughs> anymore. That's <laughs> not our place. Uh, so, you know, it was really unfortunate and disappointing. I know. And so what we're trying to say here is to be tuned in now more than ever on how the process works from the beginning and who's involved, more importantly. Give them a pep talk if you have to. Let them know or remind them, they should know that, that they're the face of the company and they reflect how the firm can be viewed. And candidates take it as a sign of the culture too. Um, you know, it's it's not just a one-off. Absolutely. You know, and right now candidates can be nervous too. They're just nervous all the way around. And if they engage and you get their attention and somebody you want, you know, just be mindful of this. But this truly does make a difference on on you know who the top candidate interacts with early on is is a big big piece of what we see and we watch out here that's right jane you might remember our old boss at procter and gamble he used to say at the end of the day we want everyone we bring in here to interview we want them to still buy soap you know and it was a very yes. simplistic uh -huh. way to look at it but absolutely you know you're the ambassadors for the company, so you need to, you know, make them feel good. And, and again, a lot of candidates, our best candidates are doing very well where they are, and they might be lukewarm on an opportunity. Oh, and then mm -hmm. they meet somebody and they'll go, no, nah, I don't think yeah, so, yeah. you know. Yeah. And so. the other thing is timeliness. You know, some companies will engage a mm. candidate. They'll go through a phone discussion, and then it's like four months later. Mm we're still waiting they said oh we're, we're still working through it and yet there's business issues and all sorts of things that happen to delay a, a discussion but you need to keep that candidate engaged and then when you come back three or four months later and go okay we're ready to move mm -hmm. now and the candidate goes no i don't mm -hmm. think so I, I couldn't i couldn't have been that important <laughs> yeah. to them if, if they've left me out for yeah. so long or at least not talking yeah mm -hmm. jane know? interacted with someone recently that was super sensitive about that mm -hmm. do you remember that oh yes yes yeah like we yeah. yeah you saw that one coming uh -huh. and there was a, some delay and yeah and constantly it, wondering you know checking in with me asking is the company still interested i haven't heard it's been two days and i haven't heard anything <laughs> and we, we kind of had to put him yeah. you know just gently let him know that you know there are sometimes issues on the company side of things yeah. that that we don't they don't move as quickly as we would like to see them move well in two days is that's you know, yeah. he's a little too sensitive. <laughs> yeah, that's he, true. He's, yeah, he's yeah. not. A, yeah. He's out of uh -huh. the mode. But when you're talking yeah. two months or yeah, sure. yeah, it happens really, all the time. Yeah. All the time. Uh -huh. I'm sure, people out there have had that happen to them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, people have business priorities. We definitely understand that. And if a company can't themselves 
keep the person engaged you know they'll say mm-hmm. to us keep them warm you know okay what's that mean and you know we're working yeah. you know behind the scenes mm-hmm. but there's only so much we can do if the company representative reaches out and said hey we're in this process and thanks for your patience mm-hmm. you know and it may be longer than we anticipated but you know don't give up on us we really are interested you mm-hmm. know those sort of things yeah. and you know with the interviews now being all phone or virtual it's even more critical to think about who you've got in the process oh, yeah. yeah absolutely so here, here's another piece for employers. It's an opportunity area in this new frontier. It will be more difficult to get close to your people and to see who steps out as high potential or leaders. And it will be more challenging to really get to know those who have the ability to continue to progress. And I know Phyllis has heard this specifically from some company leaders recently. So you will need to be more proactive, you know, newsflash and creative on how you can get those who have the potential to progress in front of you and other top leaders. You know, yeah, absolutely. Make a point to have calls or one-on-ones, um, you know, virtual sessions with individuals standing out in the crowd. And, you know, even those that aren't standing out in the crowd is potential for progression, but are in, you know, really, any employee you value, you need to make sure that they understand they're valued. Yeah, and if possible... You know, look for ways to invite them to meet with you in person. With a mask, of course. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Jane's always right. keeping us on yes. point on all of this. You Jane's know. our voice of reason. Uh, yeah. She's so, our voice uh, of reason. Yeah. But, you know, having some level of interaction and a connection is not only key to growing talent, but also the other piece here, retention. Yeah, we always go back to retention. And I tell you what, the, we've got so many stories on this. Um, companies get busy and sometimes don't pay attention to how a per- and this goes back to making someone feel valued mm-hmm. you know and so often a person doesn't hear how valued they are until they go in and tell them they're resigning and they've got mm-hmm. another job offer mm-hmm. but uh, retention is so important and it's really interesting we'll have somebody call us uh, I'll, I'll use women as examples we'll have women <laughs> call and say I'm thinking of leaving my company, you know, because um, find us a company where it's good for women. And then interestingly, that same company will call us, not knowing that one of their employees <laughs> called us and say, hey, we've got some openings. Can you help us find top women? <laughs> and, I'm, and we want to say, well, you've got some right there yeah. that are about ready to run yeah. out the back door, you know, <laughs> pay attention. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I appreciate them. Do yeah. we tell them? But, That's right. yeah. you know, creativity and extra effort are critical in our new way of working. Bottom line, mm-hmm. definitely. Absolutely. Um, you know, I spoke to a VP of a leading firm recently who talked about some things he's doing to stay close to his team of 35 in this new environment. And I was pretty impressed because he is doing things like biweekly happy lunches or happy hours where he pulls the team together remotely and they talk about lots of things, not just business focused stuff, but, you know, just a, a way to socialize and to interact and the other thing that was very interesting that he was doing is um, periodically sending uh, scratch-off <laughs> lottery tickets. Now you have my attention. To his people. <laughs> That's right. He was so gets those winnings, you know, huh? He pay, you know, he's yeah. done send them out to everybody. Pick someone randomly um, every week or so, and 
you know, we're thinking, well, what does this mean? What does this mean? Like if somebody hits it big, will he quit with them? Mm-hmm. Or yeah. will he, you know, and I think you mentioned the accounting. Yeah. The whole, how yeah. does this oh, go yeah. with legally? Yeah. You better get legal involved. Right. Do you have to produce <laughs> proof that you lost or you won, or you won and then how do that's, you account for that's it? That's right. right. Well, I gave this guy A plus on creativity yeah. because uh-huh. I Absolutely. think a lot of people are so busy and trying to figure out what they're doing right now in this crazy environment that they haven't really thought too much about that it's think beyond themselves too right now it's hard Mm -hmm. so you know and from an employee's perspective you know he how do you build advocacy or mentors if you're only interacting virtually and this is a piece that we highlighted in our last podcast about the need to do that and you know it's not all about producing great results although that's most important but Delivering for management, we all know is critical, but building those relationships, building advocates, people that will champion you across the organization and, you know, really be there for you when promotional opportunities come up. But we promised we'd come back to this and give you some strategies and things to think about and how to do that now more than ever. Absolutely. I mean, it's time to get creative, kids. We got to figure out, you got to figure out how to simultaneously impress virtually, deliver great results, and build relationships when you're not necessarily in the same physical location or due to the virus, you're just simply unable to meet anybody in person. Um, you know, of course, here's some things you can think about. We still have the telephone. You no, can still what? pick mm-hmm. the phone up. Do they say telephone I'm now? <laughs> Do they just say cell phone? Yeah, you could just mobile. Te- yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. Yes, you know, they still yes. can pick up the phone and call and um, you know just kind of make contact that way still have the ability to email a potential advocate or mentor to solicit their business or career guidance by inviting them to have a call with you and um, then you can follow up with an email or send over a note to kind of keep the relationship going a note of gratitude and then follow back up in a few months you know, the more business focused it is, the better. It's a balance between business and building the relationship. Um, but you have to really base it on business as much as possible because you want them to advocate genuinely for your work and your potential to take on broader responsibilities. You know, first, it's all about the work, really. You know, it's all about um, meeting business um objectives and sometimes those are pretty rigorous these days so it's all about results and the bottom line from that end so the more you can link your questions and relationship early on to the work the better but then you can also ask career questions like what would you do or you know if i'm aspiring to this you know i'd love to have your guidance um how did you progress through the organization you know people love to talk about themselves you know (laughs) so that's a good one But, you know, just remember the building relationships of trust and advocacy are critical to a career that progresses, but it's naive to think that it's strictly producing business results. You've got to do both. And one of the things I want to mention is you have to trust and just be careful because, um, you know, you have to walk that delicate line or, you know, have that delicate balance of not saying too much if you pour your heart out to a Mm -hmm. potential mentor advocate and you don't know that you know they play you know golf (laughs) with the (laughs) boss you're complaining about you're in trouble Um, so you got to be really careful as you approach it don't bash don't be negative that will get around Uh, it will get around so you've got to you know be very um, professional 
and um, you know, as you approach this and really just kind of keep your guard up. Yeah. And don't be tentative. I've, no. I've seen you really call people out and be like, don't say that out loud. You know, yes. to anybody, yeah. you know, there's things that you want to kind of, let's, let's be honest. We know vice presidents that have said to me directly, mm-hmm. and I think you've been in the presence of some of them mm-hmm. say, I don't know if I ever want to be a director. I don't know if I want that responsibility. And I almost put my hand over their mouth and go, don't ever say that out loud to anybody <laughs> Start looking around the room. but <laughs> us. Because the minute you say that, people are going to remember that. And, you know, we all go through good days, bad days, good mm-hmm. periods, good bosses, whatever. But if you're going through a downtime and, you know, you just, I don't even know if I want that. But then when you get back to your office and you look around and you go, how did that guy ever get promoted? I'm better than him, you know, yeah. or how's that girl yeah. ever get, woman get promoted? So, yeah, you got to be careful. I'm glad you brought that up when uh, that up Kim yeah um and there's some watch outs too mm-hmm. just in general right mm-hmm. so you know a few watch outs as you continue to work remotely just overall even as you possibly begin to ease into a split situation of home and office yeah you'll want to be sensitive to uh behaving not behaving I'm sorry too casual uh during your zoom meetings yeah and we joke about the overall picture of having <laughs> colleagues and management on these sessions and if and if done well you can be engaging and very productive and However, don't be too relaxed mm-hmm. because you truly are being viewed by your colleagues and leaders as you would have been in the office. Absolutely. I mean, I seriously had a Zoom interview with somebody. He was practically, and I, you know me, I pride myself with making people feel comfortable. <laughs> and I must have been really good that day because <laughs> he was practically laying down on a sofa by the time the interview was done. I attributed it to me, you know, and... Uh. But then I thought, oh, I'm going to have to adjust my approach here <laughs> because it actually the interview became a little bit uncomfortable. You know, he hadn't shaved. He looked far too unprofessional and he was just so relaxed and he was looking up in the sky and telling me about things. And I'm like, well, this isn't good. You know, and it, it, the sad part is he had a really nice academic and professional background, but it was just too risky for us oh. to put him, our name attached yeah, to him yeah, and yeah. move him forward. Yeah. Oh so, my gosh, that is yeah. crazy. There's another story I heard about, you know, being on a team meeting in Zoom, and I won't reference any person <laughs> or company. And the person that I know was sitting there, and all of a sudden, you know, it was maybe four o'clock during the day, that person noticed their team member pick up a glass of wine and <laughs> 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 and that person was like you know they were eyes got really big like <gasps> was i on that call was that on, was i on that call i don't know and it wasn't a, shank, a sanctioned zoom happy hour it was a meeting oh yeah. my <laughs> so yeah don't be too casual you know and on top of that be mindful of your environment and setting you know we we've we know we've talked about and um, heard about people sitting in their bedrooms. Make sure your bed's made. If yeah. you have to sit in your bedroom, mm-hmm. make your bed. For me, it's like pushing laundry behind things so people can't see that I have five baskets of laundry to fold. <laughs> you know, you, there's uh, things that you can do, although, you know, the jury is still out here about how we feel about them. But yeah, those it, virtual mm-hmm. backgrounds. Yeah, like if you're mm-hmm. stuck yeah. in our basement with a cinder block white wall behind you, you might want to mm-hmm. think about one. I don't yeah. know. But, you know, I, I was on a call with a team meeting the other day, and this one person came on, and she had just this incredible garden, and um, she looked beautiful, and she was there was a big picture window, and oh, it was just gorgeous, and and I realized going, I was intimidated, I'll tell you, and I, but then I realized that that's a virtual background, that's a fake background. <laughs> How dare And then she. I started, my mind started wondering, and I was like, 
wonder what what else is fake about this person you know <laughs> i think it's a valid question <laughs> <laughs> well you know what i just read last night that um, microsoft teams is rolling out a bunch of you know virtual settings including a virtual coffee shop you know i i oh, wow. you know yeah a virtual <laughs> mm-hmm. i don't know how that works uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah. They're going to have a virtual coffee shop. Yeah, I don't know how that uh, works, but anyway, I don't yeah. know if somebody reaches through the yeah. I'm speechless, and now I'm totally distracted. Yeah. So. <laughs> so, yeah. exactly it's also right. important to uh, to be prompt. Yeah. Don't have people waiting for you. Remember, their time is just as valuable as yours. Mm-hmm. Log right. in at the correct time. Be prepared by checking out audio and video at yeah, least. Yeah, I learned that yesterday. Five minutes prior, <laughs> yes, Phyllis. Phyllis. I wasn't going to mention your Phyllis. name, but yeah. <laughs> uh, We're all know. learning from our podcast, aren't we? <laughs> That's right. You really should do it, you know, because when we were talking about all these different venues, so you can do uh, WebEx meetings, and they're always changing the technology, and then there's Zoom, and there's Skype, and there's uh, there's a whole bunch of microsoft teams and the buttons are all in the different places (laughs) (laughs) and yesterday which is what we're referring to they had changed the technology or they had an update update with webex and so i hit the button thinking i was all set because i had checked my monitor and everything prior and suddenly my face popped up and it was huge. It was like huge. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, are they seeing this? And I couldn't find the button to get into the Look at confusion meeting. on her face. <laughs> it was crazy. You know, but we can all relate to, you know, yeah. starting these meetings and we're getting all better. We're all getting better at it. But, but think about it. You know, you, you join the meeting, join the meeting and then somebody else joins and then somebody else joins and you start making talk you know how's the weather where you are can you believe we're living through this pandemic you know what's your dog's name or what's your cat's name you know or how many children do you have you know how long have you been working there and then the small talk just keeps getting smaller and smaller and gets awkward and suddenly the administrator or whoever pops in and can get things rolling but i know we were subject to that yesterday listening <laughs> waiting for you waiting and we were me. talking about swapping out our summer clothes for a fall <laughs> clothes yeah it got really got desperate small. It got, yeah yeah I somehow know. i know in the settings have you noticed you know the level of the person sometimes relates to their background you know i was talking to a ceo not on sound but on the, the, the background, oh, uh, you know, the background, oh. the video background. I was talking to a CEO of a company yeah. a few weeks ago. and Their house is much nicer than oh, yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he looked really good, too. Mm-hmm. He was yeah. just looked buff, and he looked, you know, and he was all set, you know. <laughs> but it was clear he was in his library. Yeah. <laughs> Versus the public library. Yeah. Yeah. He has his own library. That's right. Absolutely. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. And while you're not being distracted by all these things, be engaged. That's our other piece of (laughs) advice. It's easy to sit and listen to others speak or look at their houses and what kind of artwork they have on the wall. But make sure you're really tuned in and listening and participate as needed. (laughs) Or you you think, you know, man, I could put a load of laundry in right now (laughs) and let it finish (laughs) while this meeting goes on. Unless you're in your basement next to your laundry machine, then you don't want to. <laughs> but make sure they know We've you're engaged. We've got to laugh. We've yeah. got to laugh. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's what will bring us through this. <laughs> also, remember to be cordial and polite. Yes, Jane. Yes. Jane's always She's keeping so us polite. Yes. She's always nice. Yes. She's keeping so nice. everyone in line. Oh Acknowledge others just as you would, as if you were in, in an 
in person meeting. Okay. Yeah. Well, I know. Trying to remember that. I have it hard. I tell people to be themselves, but only if it's a really Don't good ever version tell of me themselves. That. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then I think twice. I'm like, am I giving this advice to the right person? <laughs> so I'm just teasing. But also, follow up is appropriate. Not a bad idea to just shoot out a short email message indicating good meeting or reiterating follow up, action steps, etc. You know, those types of routine items still are helpful it's not going away because you're sitting in your bedroom so and then be aware you know again that business is moving forward your results and leadership as well as building relationships still drive your future so be sensitive to this so you know we're all adjusting to this new environment as it continues to involve evolve and it's you know we all know it's continues evolving and it's changing every day but both employers and employees need to be sensitive to this new world of work and adjust their approach in certain areas there will be some companies who will transition we we project at some point to having most back in the brick and mortar office but we also predict it's not going to look the same anymore you know we we've said that and we will keep saying it high potential future leaders will still need to have exposure to senior management and it will require both the employee and their immediate management to creatively get them the time they need to build those relationships and develop from there. Absolutely. You know, when we think about it, it's kind of exciting, even though in spite of the horrible things happening around us with the virus, yeah. but this whole evolution of how we work, it is kind of exciting. We're part of history here, so we might as well embrace it as best we can. Mm -hmm. I suspect we are all going to get really proficient with our virtual meetings and figure out how we best approach building relationships and growing our business and our careers. But let's make this work since there's likely going to be more change on the way. And as I was thinking about it the other day, I thought, hmm, will virtual reality, the corporate version, be next? I mean, could we soon be sitting with our Oculus Quest virtual reality goggles on and experience a lifelike setting that puts each of us sitting with our colleagues in a chair around a conference table? And if so, will there be donuts? Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. I do too. I'm not going to be shy this time. I don't you know? think you should. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that's it for now, folks. Uh, we'd like to thank everyone again for tuning in and hope it was valuable and that we gave you some things to think about. And a few laughs. And a few laughs, yeah. <laughs> Always. Mm -hmm. We hope that you'll send us your questions, your comments, or thoughts and tell us what's on your mind and how we can help to ctc at corporatecollaborations.com. And by all means, please subscribe. And rate us. And rate us, yes. Rate us. <laughs> yeah. We're like those people at the end of Dancing with the Stars, you know, saying, call, yeah. rate, Don't rate forget us, to vote. <laughs> yeah. Give us a five-star rating. Yeah. We deserve it. <laughs> we deserve it. So even if you're in Australia, rate us, you know, please. From the Corporate Collaborations team, it's bye for now, and we will see you next time. You've been listening to Cheers to Careers and Life's Frontiers, the podcast. We thank you for tuning in and invite you to send us your comments or suggestions for future episodes. And if you haven't already, please follow us on Instagram and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Until next time, cheers to your career and remember to enjoy the journey.